Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. Well, good afternoon, Raymond. Good afternoon, Rick. Hey, Rick Schaefer. Well, good afternoon, guys. Arkansas's offense played great against uh, LSU, except for a few penalties, and they overcame those. Defense needs to catch up. It's pretty hard to stop LSU's offense. And it maybe out of the Dallas Cowboys not going to the Super Bowl now because they lost a game. Well, I, I, I'll throw my two cents worth in there. I've said this for five or I six years. I want a year, nickel. Five or six years. Yeah. Dak Prescott is not the guy to get them there. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, nor is Mike McCarthy. Well, let me ask you this, Ray. We've had this discussion before. Do you like Stephen A. Smith? Uh, I've gotten to where I can stomach him. Well, he is in total agreement with you. He thinks Dak Prescott is the ruin of the Dallas Cowboys. So, anyway, I, I don't know about that. You know, he, he looked awfully good the first couple of weeks. It was awful yesterday. And uh, Cowboys, boy, can you believe? I mean, they weren't even... Hardly in the game. Their defense didn't even show up first time. I mean, didn't show Arizona up. Arizona Cardinals. They're without Murray, aren't they? Speaking of defense, they not can't showing. protect. Talking about, well, they had three offensive linemen out. Yeah, but they can't protect. But everybody has players out. I mean. But I'm saying, though, you're, you're, if it's like you're putting the ultimate blame on Dak Prescott. He's running for his life every time the ball snapped. Yeah, kind of like KJ did against BYU, yeah. maybe. Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not basing that, that on one game, Randy. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, and and I'm not either. Uh, I'm still. Ray is hot, so you can't reason with him right now. How can how can you be a professional football team and give up seventy points? Well, the Cowboys didn't do that. No, I'm uh, no, I'm I'm talking about the Broncos. Oh my gosh! And John John Payton was he's he's Messiah. He's going to take them to the promised land. Do you think the well, this is first year, maybe? I understand that. You think the they're professional players? You don't give up seventy points. You think the Walton family is rethinking this investment? <laughs> they, they're used to, I mean, they're he, used to being really successful, aren't they? He actually looked dazed. And I don't blame him. Peyton did in his post-game press conference. Like, oh. how did this happen? 70 points? And we're only scoring 20 ourselves? And uh, hey, Tua may be the hottest quarterback in the league. Oh, Whoa, my gosh. Is he looking Looks good, good mm-hmm. he? Yeah, And he's got Hill? Are you kidding? Just protecting hey. After what he went through last year, it is great to see that. I'm I'm happy for Tua. You know, look at look at Alabama quarterbacks. They're sitting there searching for one now. The guy that played Saturday was decent, decent enough to win the game. Their defense yeah, was. They're back to Milrow. They're back to Milrow. Look at Hurt and Tungavaloa in the NFL. Wow, those guys are really good. Isn't that something? That's why they won national championships. And they were supposed to be products of this system, right? Yeah, right. I think they're pretty good. Now, Mac Jones may have been. They finally got a win, but it was against the Jets, who have no offense. So, anyway, all that to say, let's hope Arkansas's defense improves as much this week as the offense did. And when you talk about offensive lines, you know, that's that's been the, the critical point for Arkansas. Their offensive line played against as great defensive athletes. I don't know how de- how good LSU's defense is, but they're great athletes, particularly their front seven or eight. But um, Arkansas blocked them. Got some rushing yardage. Protected for K.J. K.J. used the pocket some. Obviously, the uh, 59-yard pass to Luke Haas was a broken play, but nonetheless, he got open. 
But can you imagine playing LSU and Arkansas scored on every possession in the second half? Unfortunately, so did LSU. Can you imagine being right now in South Bend, Indiana? Oh, my gosh. And you are trying to conduct a talk show, sports talk show. Mm. And they're going to ask the coach, who really couldn't give a real good answer. He said, now, we learn from it. We learn from it. Next time, we'll have somebody jump offside, touch a player, and that way we can get the 11th man. They did not one but two plays with only 10 players on the field from the one-yard line against Ohio State. Now, whether or not the extra player would have been there, made the stop, we'll never know. But it's pretty tough to stop on Ohio State team with just 10 defensive players on the field. Tough to stop on the 11. There are things you never know. I I realize when LSU got to the Arkansas 7, I think there was about a minute, maybe a little less than that to go, and your first thought is let them score. Yeah. Uh, But what if they fumble? Uh, If you let them score... Can Arkansas, say, have 50 seconds to go? Can Arkansas score again? Because when you look at the pace of the game, LSU moved the ball down the field a lot faster than Arkansas. How about 18 seconds on one drive? Oh, my gosh. That, that's, that was the fatal drive, really. But Into the nonetheless, first half. So if you let them score, and, of course, I'm thinking at the same time, and I know Quinn Grovey was discussing with Chuck on the broadcast, even if you try to let them score, LSU's probably telling their players don't score. So I'm not sure how that would have worked. It, whether if you let them score, the guy falls down. because and, and in college football, when your knee's down, you're down. You don't have to be touched. So that was an interesting finish. Unfortunately, they had the ball last. I, I, I was kind of hoping for a tap dance there. You know, the runner goes to the line of scrimmage, and, and uh, the offense are letting them through. The defense is like, do we hit him or don't we hit him? You know, we're trying to let you score. Come on. Well, but uh, it never LSU came to that, thank goodness. No, or LSU's quarterback could have just taken a knee. Right. You know, could have done that. So even when you talk about where there are timeouts left, when you're on the sideline and your offense is gelling and you don't get the if that whether it was didn't get the play in in time or KJ didn't get it in time, I, I don't know. I don't know how Sam described that. But nonetheless, however that worked, you got to call a timeout there because you got to score every time. And that prevented penalties that might have kept them from scoring. So the fact that they used all their timeouts, I mean, you can you can be all the critical you want to, but when they used them, they scored on every one of those possessions. So therefore, it's pretty hard to say they misused their timeouts. Arkansas. We're also used to, we're also used to every TV commentator saying, oh, you got to save your timeouts to the end. Not if it costs you at a critical time of the game, you can't. Well, Arkansas still got to lay a penalty on another, another play. Got one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, speaking of penalties, Arkansas had 14 last week in the game. Mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys had 10 in the first half last night. Oh, my God. Both cases undisciplined. Simple. Yeah. And I know it's, I know it's loud and all. And most of these are pre-snap. That's what's yeah. bad. Pre-snap. Uh, Geno Bell is on the sidelines. I, we're not. In the booth, even with an open booth, it's hard to tell how loud the crowd is. It really is. At Arkansas against BYU, I could tell they were making noise, but we're on the west side, a lot of the noise on the east side. We can't hear that. Same thing at Baton Rouge Saturday night. We heard it get loud a few times, but we couldn't tell for sure. But Gino came up and said it was extraordinarily loud in that stadium, as loud as he's ever heard. So that's why I can't sit there and fault the, the jumping before the ball snapped. I, I know you're on timing. I know you're watching. You're not supposed to go by noise. No, the, this was this was loud. based most mo, what Sam Pittman said, and he's correct. They practice on the pre-snap movement yeah. of yeah. LSU. Yeah, even practicing, they were still jumping, mm. and that's what's undisciplined. I mean, if you practice it, yeah, okay, you got to do it. That. Okay, you're right on that. I can't. I mean, you can't go until the ball snap. Right, and you're the one that knows what the snap is. Yeah. But I, I know might, a lot of times... You might you, not be able to hear it, but watch the ball. Yeah, watch the ball. Well, it doesn't matter what the other players do. Bax jumped twice, and then the play after that, I'm not sure he moved even when the ball was snapped. And, and why would you? You're sitting there saying, man, I, I can't do this again. 
Well, it was spread about. I mean, Kudis did it. Has did it. Uh, Limber did it. Um, same thing with Latham. He did it. I mean, there it was, at least I'll say this much, it was spread around. It wasn't just one player who was doing it. But it all was off of movement created by uh, LSU. And that's just undisciplined. You can't you can't win like that. But uh, <coughs> what eleven penalties? Yeah, fourteen the time before. Twenty five in two games. Yeah, that is just that's really, unexcusable. That's amazing. Inexcusable. But again, on the the offensive end, they overcame every one of them. They overcame every one of them. You, you got to give them credit for that. That first and twenty one time after they moved twice, they overcame it and scored. That that's that's the thing about the offense. You got to be encouraged. We saw slant patterns. People have been begging for slant. We saw slant patterns. We saw Jefferson get rid of the ball quickly. Everything we've been saying, where is it? They did it. And so, and boy, Luke Haas, wow. Freshman All-American. If he he progresses, is he the next Mackey Award winner at Arkansas? That that guy is amazing. And he looked good the first three games. That was the exact term I was going to use, Mackey Award winner. I mean, he... He definitely shined in this past game. There's no yeah. question of that. Now, is Georgia's tight end still the best in football? Yeah, and and there's some other ones too. But he's a junior, so give Haas some time. Oh, Bowers by far. Yeah. He's the best. But, but think Brock about Bowers. this too. And everybody talks all oh, the offense. Maybe he shouldn't have changed it. Gosh, you brought the same. You brought an offensive coordinator back. He'd been here before. Dan Enos. Dan Enos loves the tight end, and the tight end is is being featured more. And boy, is this paying off. Taylor Fellis, she was a good tight end, too. He's only a sophomore. Yes. Yeah, he's a good tight end, too. There's, there's some good several. tight ends in the league. There's no question. It's yeah, a, they're good tight ends in the league. They're good. There, there are several. I mean, they're just they're wide receivers. Or, my gosh, does LSU have good wide receivers? You can't cover them, man. That, that's why the only the only complaint I have the whole game is that poor Singletary touchdown right before the half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can't leave him out there. You can't leave him out there like that. On the best receiver in the, in the SEC? And there's thirty, there's what thirty something seconds to go in the half, and you got to say, okay, if they kick, a, if they get a field goal, okay, don't let them get a touchdown there. That that was that was the key that was the key drive of the game because they scored and then they got the ball back to start the second half. So Arkansas never could get the lead in the second half. They could tie it, but they could never get the lead. And that's that's where the game changed. It was like a track meet. All right, we have got to get not one but two qualifiers today. Oh. Yeah, uh, we were unable to get trivia. the one in on Friday. We were on a sonic blast. Oh, so you still got that question. So I've got that question, Rick. Okay. You'll send me another one. For tomorrow, okay. Uh, no, for today. We're going to do two today. Oh, two today. Two so today. Another one? So, okay, well, the last one was about an LSU game. You can go ahead and use that, but now I'll have to think of one for Texas A&M. Okay. All right, we need to let folks know we, we flip-flop. Trade media's coming up at 4.30. Yes, thank yeah. you. Tyler Wilson at 5.00. Because of the uh, well, Tyler just sent me a note. He's not going to be able to make it at five. So okay, he's had a conflict that's that's uh, popped up. Five thirty, or maybe we get him another. Well, he said he said he's going to try to do it tomorrow. I got I've got to look at tomorrow's schedule. Now now I get to eat that Dairy Queen Blizzard I brought him. Yeah, you do. (laughs) And one more note, we have to say: Will the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, or will Travis Kelsey be a song on Taylor Swift's next album? Well, I'll put it to you this way: <laughs> If they're not dating, boy, she well, had they, she had the proper attire on, yeah. sitting next to mom. Yeah, and Suppos- uh, so. hey, Kelsey supposedly rented out an entire restaurant uh, for after the game. So, because I was thinking about that, and uh, after the game, I, I was talking to my wife, and she doesn't know much about Taylor Swift, and so I was telling her what a celebrity she is, and I said, so after the game. Where can they go? Because, because where can they go to have any time? Well, like, evidently, what he did is he just rented out a whole restaurant for them. Let me tell you so, what. But, he probably can she, afford it. But yeah, sure. And well, she she can probably afford it more than he can. Yeah, it's true. But, she, but and she's made more money this year than the entire Kansas City Chiefs put together. Yeah, probably close. Well, I don't know. Mahomes does pretty well. Plus, you gotta you gotta figure Mahomes all his commercials he does too. But nonetheless. Um, doesn't she? Whenever she breaks up with somebody, they're on their next her next song group, right? So I, I hope Travis Kelsey doesn't end up being a you song know a- next album. Andy Reid is turning into a uh, uh, television star, oh, commercial star. Give me some of those nuggies. Yeah. 
Yeah. Nuggies, are you kidding? <laughs> that is really that 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 is a cute one. Oh, and yeah. uh, he's had several cute ones. He, he still was, looks like Captain Kangaroo. Yeah, sitting at the front of the plane. <laughs> sitting at the yeah. at the front of the plane, and and here comes Mahomes. He painted one of those fake mustaches on him. Those yeah. are really well written, and, and they, they, they do well. For some of our younger listeners, uh, look up Captain Kangaroo. Okay, you're going. Who in the heck is he talking yeah. about? Who is that guy? He's a wow. hosting a kiddie show when we were little. Gosh, what if his offensive coordinator was Mr. Green Jeans? <laughs> no, he's he's with uh, Denver. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Oh, yeah, you may be right. <laughs> All right, let's talk. Let's talk to Tom. Tom, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Uh, thanks, Randy. I, I just wanted to give you all some information on that game that Washington scored seventy-two points in and sixty-six. Yeah. The final of that game was 72-56 to 56 oh over gosh. the New York Giants. The quarterback for Washington was Sonny Jurgensen. The quarterback for the Giants Number was nine. Norm Sneed. Wow. Norm Sneed. And they just lit it up because neither team was any good that year. And they just kept, both quarterbacks kept throwing the ball all over the place. And I still think no one scored more than 128 points in an NFL game since that time. 72 to 56. Oh, my gosh. Wow. It was eight touchdowns by New York and ten touchdowns and a field goal by Washington. <laughs> they missed an extra point. Wow. Did you look that up or were you watching? I was watching. <laughs> I, Ray, I was 17. I was wow. 17, and I was an NFL fan, and I had the TV on, and they kept going to highlights of that because that wasn't the main game. They kept flipping back and saying, oh, there's another touchdown score in the Washington-New <laughs> York game, you know. Wow. No, Sonny, I, I didn't have to look it up. Was Sonny Jurgensen number nine? Yes. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. he was. You know, yeah. I think that's right. Uh, I think belly he all. was. I think Sneed was like number 16 or something like that. He was a veteran quarterback. He'd been around a long, long, long time. But anyway, it was an offensive shootout. Now, I don't know since 66, but I bet there hadn't been an NFL game where 128 points have been scored. Combined from both teams. No. You know. Was it Billy Comer or Sonny Jurgensen was a big party guy? Kilmer. It was it was that uh, might have been it both was Kilmer. Sonny Jerk. It was Kilmer. Now Sonny wasn't bad. Yeah. But Kilmer yeah. was uh, uh, was yeah. Yeah. Well, the only thing Sonny, you know, when George Allen took over the team and Sonny Jurgensen was the quarterback, he used to send in all these running plays, and Sonny used to just ignore the hell out of the calls about George Allen and switch everything to a pass. Because that's what he did best, and he was one heck of a passing quarterback too, you know. But anyway, Allen didn't Allen didn't like him as much as he liked Billy Kilmer. He slung the ball. Yeah, he really because Kilmer did what he was told and called the play that he liked best. But certain Jurgensen was a great quarterback. But they were both good quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great quarterbacks. I don't. I don't yeah. know if Kilmer made yeah. the Hall of Fame. I know Jurgensen did. But Kilmer was yeah. a great quarterback in his own right. Yeah, he was. He was. You know, Kilmer at one time uh, played for the 49ers uh, when they had um, the quarterback who later ended up with the Giants. Uh, Y.A. Tittle? Y.A. Tittle. In, in, in 60, 61, 62. Um, yeah, Y.A. Tittle. Y.A. Tittle. Yeah, Y.A. Tittle. And uh, Kilmer were on the uh, same San Francisco team, and um, uh, they were the they were the ones who came up with the alley oop play in practice one day. Uh, Why Tittle threw a ball straight up in the air to this receiver named Marcy Owens, who was six foot three, and he out jumped everybody for the ball in the end zone in practice and uh, caught the ball over the smaller defensive back. And they decided to call that the alley-oop play because the players on the 49ers said, 
R.C. Owens looked like Alley Oop. <laughs> I remember that. Alley, he could jump. Alley Oop. He could jump. Oop, And they used that play, they used that play a lot. And I think it stayed that name until Roger Staubach and Drew Pearson came along and invented the Hail Mary path. Tom, we got to run. Thank you, my friend, for that little bit of history there. All right, we may have to put you on hold, Steve, but good afternoon. Hey, guys, y'all not talking about the fake field goal. <laughs> well, that worked too, didn't it? Because I tell you, the offensive line, they created just a big yep. enough hole that uh, yep. Fletcher, uh, I mean, he ran through it. Yep, absolutely. He may be the thinnest guy, tallest, thinnest guy that's ever run for a first down on a fake I field know. goal. I tell you, you got to give Arkansas special teams coach credit. You, you just think about the last two God years. Every, every time there's a fake, it works. Worked against Alabama. Worked in this situation. It, it's pretty amazing. You, but is that not uh, two times uh, that we've played, the last two times that we've played LSU, that we've ran a fake field yes, goal? Yes, correct. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Kind of crazy you call a timeout and run a fake field goal. Yeah, and unfortunately, uh, they ended up kicking a field goal from farther back yeah. than they would have if they hadn't faked it. But, you know, I'll give uh, Brian Kelly credit on that last five minutes and nine seconds. Uh, he knew Arkansas was wanting him to score, and he wouldn't do it. But anyway, guys, we're, I feel like we're going to beat Texas A&M week, this week, and I'll talk to you later. All right, coming up next, trade video of hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Drive Time Sports will continue. It's Shop with a Cop fundraiser Thursday night at Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton. 15% of all sales will support the program. Plus, Conway County officers will help wait tables. Hey everybody, it's John Neighbors. Listen every day at Out of Bounds to hear what Joe and I have to say about what's trending on social media and whether listeners agree or disagree. Engaging conversations about engaging topics. Sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansans with great-tasting coffee tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Find them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA. That's 833-886-5282. Call today. Registration is open for the 2023-1037 The Buzz Fall Golf Tournament Tuesday, October 10th at the Burns Park Golf Course presented by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl Meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl Meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. In a world of inflated car payments and sky-high interest, Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is taking their inventory to the nines. Call 501-945-4444. Get Sierra 1500 with the 5.3 V8 engine at just 0.9%. Plus, Guadney will double down with an additional $3,250 off when trading in a 2009 or newer vehicle. Guadney Buick GMC hasn't left out SUVs. Get 2023 GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. For 2024 Buick Encore GX at just 2.9%. And if you haven't noticed, the holidays are coming. So why not get all the way to 2024 with no payments for the rest of the year? Watney, Buick, GMC, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. Watney, Buick, GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Watney for Buick, Watney for GMC, Watney for life. 
Justin Anker reminding you that Cerner Pro Painters is here to help you as we transition from summer into fall. And if you're thinking about doing something to the outside of your home, maybe it's long overdue, Cerner Pro Painters is here to help. Have them come over, give you an estimate, and they can help walk you through the process of what it'll take to get it done. They can help you out with the color selection and everything else you need to get the job done right. Each Cerner Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at CernerPro.com. That's Serta with a C. For your home, for your business, get your place looking right with the help of my friends at Serta Pro Painters. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumelle is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. Honey, I have asked you for months to clean out the attic and garage, and it is still not done. But I don't have a trailer to haul off all this junk. Just call Mini Bins. They have roll-off dumpsters that will fit right in the driveway, and they will haul it off for a low flat rate. Call them at 501-352-6464 or visit them on the web at minibins.net. Wow, I had no idea. I'm going to give them a call right now. And you should too. Give Mini Bins a call today at 501-352-6464 or visit them online at minibins.net. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. It was a big weekend for the good folks at Saracen Casino Resort, BetSaracen.com. Who we got on the line with today? Neil? Stuart? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Mr. Tucker. You've got me. And, uh, yeah, it was a big weekend. Uh, We had another record weekend and the amount of bets that we took. And and this weekend was almost uh, an opposite of the previous weekend. This weekend, uh, everybody did very well on college and not so well on NFL Sunday the week before. The flip was script, and it was the other way around. So uh, it was an interesting weekend, a big weekend on Bet Saracen. And uh, if you bet the hogs and took the points, you were a very happy person on Saturday night. Uh, I don't know if I should ask you this or not, and you can just tell me to zip it. And so when you say a big, <laughs> a big weekend on the number of, of, of wagers placed, uh, ballpark figure, if I can ask that? Uh, I'll just we say forget did, it. We, it was a record day. It was more than the Super Bowl. It was over $1.5 million in bets on Saturday, which was another record day. And we're on track to beat what we did in March Madness of last year because we've got that many more customers that have signed up since then. So, And, uh, yeah, football and the flash bets and all of the extra props and the local content are a big contributor to that, and we really do appreciate our customers, and uh, we want to put out the best, uh, sports putting option out there, and uh, people are gravitating to it, so we must be doing something right. Uh, I saw where the Arkansas Racing Commission allowed other sports to be bet on, um, ping pong, uh, pickleball, and face slapping. I, yep. That one gets everybody. Yeah, it is. We, You know, we put it on the menu. We don't know if we're going to offer it because uh, we have to find a data uh, feed. And also there's one more step. Each individual league does have to get approved and through the vetting process. But if it is out there and we can offer it, we're going to find a source for it and we're going to offer it because that's what our public demands and that's what we want to give it to them. So, yeah, stand by for newer sports. You know, it's not football, but it's the, the outlying sports that you can play in the overnight hours and during the off season if your favorite sport's not in play. Very quickly, line on tonight's NFL game. Uh, I got two of them tonight. You got the Eagles playing at the Buccaneers. Uh, the Eagles uh, are minus five, so. Uh, you got the Buccaneers as a home five-point dog, and then you got the Los Angeles Rams at the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals are a home favorite of three points. And don't forget, there will be flash betting on those games tonight. Great job, as always. Talk to you again tonight on Ray Tucker's Harkins Outdoors about 720. Looking forward to it. BetSaracen.com, Randy. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293, family owned and operated since 1980, Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service, ask for 
Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Let's get your thoughts on the LSU-Arkansas game. Well, I mean, disappointing anytime you come away with a loss. And, um, you know, Arkansas obviously had a chance to win. I always say when you go on the road, especially when you're talking about a ranked opponent uh, that's, in LSU's case, has got a lot of talent. Um, I think they got a good coaching staff, good head coach, and they got a quarterback. Uh, anytime you go on the road and give yourself a chance to win, Usually, you know, you come out with half of the wins, I guess, which should end up, you know, if you take care of your home games, a pretty good season. Um, I've heard some people toss words around like pathetic and embarrassing, all that stuff. I mean, come on. Uh, If anything, yeah, if anything, this makes you a little more disappointed in the BYU game with how they Mm -hmm. played in that one after seeing what they're capable of and what I I have felt that they're capable of uh, since watching them in fall camp from a roster standpoint. As everybody knows, I've said several times, I think this is the most talented roster that they have. Um, I thought it was interesting on the defensive side of the ball, and I love to always go back before I form any real strong opinions. And um, Well, I shouldn't say that. I always have strong opinions. But um, <laughs> before I come to a final opinion, I guess, watch the game on TV and, and you know watch it again. I was actually lucky the game and my stream on my computer when I was in the press box in Baton Rouge, I was able to basically watch every single play in between each play, so that worked out well. Uh, but I th- what I thought was pretty notable, not the same amount of rotation on the defensive line. We generally just saw uh, eight defensive linemen, uh, whereas we'd seen, you know, we only saw Jack- Zach Williams for four snaps. I don't think we saw Nico Davier at all on defense. Tank Booker didn't play. Um, I think Ian Jafford might have saw a snap. So, we didn't see near the amount of uh, rotation on the defensive line. At linebacker, you only had Pooh Paul and Jaheim Thomas. No other linebacker played on defense unless it was Alvaheem Walcott coming down when they were in their dime package. Pooh Paul played every snap on defense. And the secondary, what we'd seen is Hudson Clark kind of bouncing around from each spot, from safety to safety to nickel, and kind of giving each guy a breather while he's playing. They all end up playing a similar amount of snaps, like 40 snaps or so. But we didn't see Hudson really come out. He played a couple of snaps at nickel, but he pretty much stayed uh, in his spot. And then you saw two guys, um, Johnson and Walcott, rotating at that one spot. You know, Snacks played most of the snaps. Um, Nudie McLaughlin played most of the snaps. They kind of rotated a little bit with Singletary and Braxton. Uh, more in the first half, it seemed like. But you did not see near as much activity and you know, rotating guys. I think that played a role in the second half and maybe getting a little more worn down. I think it played a role with LSU also because mm-hmm. they did not rotate a whole lot. You can see when you get into these tough conference matchups, you know, we talked about so much rotation and stuff, but they're really experimenting at that time until they figure out who their dudes are. And I think it might have played a little bit of a role in why they got worn out a little bit in the second half and started giving up a lot more yards. At the same time, Jaden Daniels is a heck of a quarterback, and he's got mm. NFL wide receivers, and you're just going to give up some stuff. You just are. You're going to make mistakes. I think the one disappointing thing above anything uh, to me is the 11 penalties. A lot of those was not from the noise, but from uh, the defensive line stemming, and they were you know, making some quick jerky movements, but you got to be more disciplined than that. 11 penalties is just too many. Uh, you know, even going back to the BYU game, they had 14. I would be more disappointed in the 14 home penalties, even though I thought several of those were unwarranted against BYU, um, than I would the 11 away. But there's still too many. You got problems at the goal line. Arkansas is just not a goal line, not a good short yardage team. Um, those continue to pop up. Obviously, you would have loved to seen them have some timeouts at the end of the game. I've seen people talk about what poor management, clock management Sam Pittman has. He didn't have the ball the last five minutes. I don't know how he was supposed to manage that. Um, I did think that they were trying to score, despite what Brian Kelly said, on maybe one of their last runs. Uh, I don't know if there's a rule against picking the guy up and just carrying him into the end zone, but they all had him, so like, why not just pull him on into the end zone and score there? Um, but obviously that's been something that's talked about a lot. Do you let them score or not? I think you do. I think you just – I do. You know, yeah, I don't – it's hard to – I get telling your defense, hey, let them score after you've been trying to stop them all game. But um, it's the only thing that makes sense. Otherwise, you're just, you know, kind of hoping for a prayer um, at the end of the game. So uh, I thought – I was glad to see the offense finally get in sync. Luke Haas is a, Luke Haas is a stud. Got to say his name right. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's called Haas all – all night, but uh, Luke has deserves to say his name, say that man's name right. It's Haz, uh, but he he played well. Somebody 
posted something on social media. It was like um, he wasn't even being covered. Trey Biddy could have caught those passes. Yeah. I was like, uh, I would have been killed at the goal line on that one, so I never would have had an opportunity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, but he played a heck of a game. Rashad DeBinion, I think we can see a little bit more why DeBinion, I mentioned this on the walk and talk, um, you know, was getting so many more opportunities, even though A.J. Green was playing so well in the BYU game. And I think it's just what the coaches see in him and that he is that kind of back that he's, you know, probably the better option for him. He started running really well. You saw him started to soften up LSU's uh, defensive front. And, you know, in the second half, those, those runs started becoming, you know, longer and longer. Um, so, but uh, too many penalties. Gave a chance, yourself a shot to win. Uh, it, you know, it's a, not the favorite trend in the world to see so many close losses. Um, but, you know, the only close win that they've had recently, um, dating back to last year, is the, the Kansas game. That never should have gotten to, to that situation. But, um, you know, that's disappointing. But, man, it's just... Nobody likes losing. Nobody should accept being a seven and a half point underdog. Um, but man, LSU's got some dudes. I always, I think this is interesting, Randy. When you talk about LSU football, and I mentioned at the top, just with Brian Kelly, you know, I think he's a good coach. They've got a quarterback, and you know they have athletes. When you look at what LSU produces from a talent standpoint, they're probably the top talent state per capita in the country. Uh, sending guys to the NFL, there's 50 players from LSU on active 53-man rosters, either that or on injured reserve on the roster. There are seven wide receivers in the NFL from from, Louis, from LSU, uh, and guess what state they all come from? Louisiana. Louisiana. Just wide receivers. Guys, there are five Arkansas natives that played for the Razorbacks in the NFL right now. I mean, five Arkansas natives, all positions. And you want you want to get into the dozen defensive backs <laughs> that play in the NFL from LSU and where they're from. They have great access to talent, and when you combine that with having a quarterback, um, they're just going to have a good team and good coaching. Um, they're just going to have good teams. They're going to have you know teams that can compete at the national championship level. And Arkansas has always kind of struggled in that vein of building teams up and making a run at it. But the landscape is changing. You can answer things in the transfer portal now. Um, build your roster through the transfer portal. Look at Arkansas's defense and have more competitive teams. So I think things are changing for the better for Arkansas uh, to be able to compete more regularly with teams like LSU. But you got to have a quarterback. And Arkansas's got one in K.J. Jefferson. Blows my mind. I see on social media people talking trash about K.J. Jefferson. I mean, People have no idea how hard it is to find a quality quarterback, um, and K.J. Jefferson is that and beyond, and Arkansas is very lucky to have him. But uh, didn't, yeah, Dan, uh, Trey, didn't, didn't Daniels come from uh, Arizona, Arizona State? State? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Daniels is a good quarterback. He's got, I mean, he can run, he can throw, and he's got a lot of talent around him. Trey, I'm still disappointed. This goes back to even... Maybe the first game against Western Carolina. We just, from the defensive line perspective, I know they were credited with two sacks this past game. Thomas got that. He should have been credited with a sack instead of a half a sack. But anyway, um, it just doesn't seem like they're getting the pressure, particularly in the second half, against most quarterbacks. What, what are you seeing out of the defensive line? Well, I think they got a really good defensive line. I just I think that LSU's also got a really, really good offensive line and a mobile quarterback and a lot of weapons. Um, I mean, I would take this defensive line every year at Arkansas, and I think they're going to end up doing a lot of good things. Just, I mean, LSU's got players, too. They recruit. They coach them. Um, I don't think Arkansas's defensive line played bad. But uh, they didn't have, like, they didn't just dominate. But there will be teams out there that they dominate. Um, The thing is, like, is Arkansas going to play like they did against BYU next week? Or are they going to play like they did against LSU? If they play like they did against LSU, even though giving up that yardage that they did, but if they come... for Dallas Cowboys football is 103.7 The Buzz. Presented by Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. America's team on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. 
Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, it's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos, deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays, and DJs spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. The spas have arrived for the huge truckload sale going on now at Luxury Pool and Spa at their new location on Stamford Road in Conway. Caldera and Fantasy Spas by Watkins are all on sale and must go during the spa truckload sale. Service after the sale, no worries. With Luxury Pool and Spa, they service everything they sell. They also carry Serona Spa Chemicals and Frog Systems for your spa. It's the spa truckload sale going on now at Luxury Pool and Spa in Conway. Luxury Pool, Arkansas. The Powerball jackpot from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery is now more than $600 million. So, what would you do if you won? If I won the jackpot, I would buy my own resource. If I won the lottery, I would buy my wife a beach house. First person I would call would be my husband. He's got a big mouth, but I would still call him first. Got your (laughs) ticket? If not, visit your local lottery retailer for your chance to win the Powerball jackpot of more than $600 million. This is winning. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. Hi, folks. It's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. I know vehicles have gotten expensive, so I'm going to try to help everyone out. We've got the biggest discounts of the year this week on most of our popular models. Save up to $10,000 off new Ram 1500 Laramie, Bighorn, and Rebel pickups. And up to $8,000 off all new 2500 Ram trucks. We've got Frank Fletcher's lowest price on every new Ram on the lot. You also save up to $7,500 the popular Jeep Grand Cherokee 2 and 3 row and up to $7,000 off all new Dodge Durangos and over 10% off on all new Jeep Gladiators and Compasses. Folks, we're ready to make you a deal on any new vehicle on the lot. Just tell us what you're looking for and how much you want to pay. At Fletcher Dodge, you'll always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. So come see us and give us a chance to earn your business. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. As part of your game plan, heading for Tacos for Life, it should be. You know, they're all over Arkansas, but Little Rock, Conway, Fayetteville, Springdale, uh, Rogers. You you can find a Tacos for Life near you, Fort Smith. And you know what? You're going to enjoy anything that's on the menu. I talk about their tacos all the time. I've told you grilled chicken. I love that. I love the... um, the shrimp tacos, you can get them either grilled or fried. They're absolutely fantastic. But once again, right now, their special item is the bacon barbecue ranch taco or the bacon barbecue ranch quesadilla or salad. You can get it any way you want to, but boy, the flavors just absolutely burst in your mouth when you eat them. And you know what? When you eat any of those tacos, quesadillas, salads, uh, nachos, whatever you order, you're going to be providing a meal for someone that's food insecure. Tacos for Life has been doing this for nearly 10 years, and they've provided over 31, closing on 32 million meals. Try them today. Tacos for Life. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. And let's go right back to the phones and let's talk with Savage. Savage, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. 
What's going on, fellas? Yeah, I got a question for you. you What's know, Trey, Yep. Doing good. Last year, it was a Texas A&M game that turned the season. This year, looks like it's the BYU game. So, SEC West is wide open. Bama's down. They don't have the quarterback. You know, they got Neil Rowe. Ole Miss, their defense is not playing, you know, outstanding. It's wide open. What does this team have to do to break out, you know, just take off from this point, learn from these stupid penalties? I mean, you're shooting yourself in your foot. Take the penalties off the table, Trey. What does this team have to do to turn it around? I'll get off here. Well, penalties would help. I mean, if you're a low-penalty team against LSU and BYU, then maybe you're 4-0 right now. Um I don't think the offense played particularly in sync against BYU. I think they're still kind of figuring some things out. I think they probably got a lot of stuff figured out last weekend. I really do. Um, The question is if they can play at that standard week in and week out. Somebody was posting on one of my YouTube videos that the reason Arkansas got up for this game is because LSU is a rivalry game. That's why they were uh, so up for it. Well, I'm looking at the schedule, and every team looks like a rival to me except for Florida International. Mm-hmm. Every team looks mm-hmm. like yeah, that's a team right. that you would get up You're for. Right. Uh, so there's no excuses moving forward not to play at that standard. It's hard week in and week out to do it, but you got to make up for one with that BYU yep. game. This team can still win eight games just like I predicted them to. They can. I predicted them to go one and three in this stretch, this road stretch, and still win eight um, I think I have them losing to Missouri because that's just what Arkansas has done, and I'm going to pick them to lose to Missouri until they beat them. But um, this Texas A&M game, this Ole Miss game coming up after that, those are both games that Arkansas can win if they play like they did against LSU. Yeah. Clean up the penalties. Got to clean up the penalties. Um, it's still a disturbing trend to have so many close losses. At some point, that's going to balance out in Arkansas's favor. You just need it to go ahead and happen. Um, but they can beat they can beat Texas A&M Saturday. I think they will because it would have been real easy after the BYU game to start pointing fingers, um, to see you're a 17 and a half point underdog, you know, to place a lot of blame. But they came out and battled. So that's that's an encouraging sign. I didn't you know I thought the offensive line aside from some penalties, I thought Limmer played well, Latham Braun, I thought he really moved. You know, Braun's offside penalty was just kind of firing off the ball a hair too quick. It wasn't just like flinching or something like that. Uh, he just fired off too quick. And then um, I thought Devon Manuel came in. There was two times where I saw he got beat. But overall, I thought he played really well for his first extensive action. He played about 75% of the snaps. Um, and they needed, as we said, they needed him to get healthy and they needed him to be good. And I think both of those things. In fact, I think he might have the most potential talent-wise out of any of the offensive linemen that they have. Uh, so that's good. Needed that boost. Uh, I still think that they do have some issues a little bit at right tackle with Kudis. I, I think he's. I think him and Chambly both have a lot of potential. I just think that they're both kind of a year away, but you might not have you know, really any other option. Um, but, yeah, I mean, build on what you did last week, and they can beat Texas A&M Saturday. Let's talk with Jake. Jake, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Absolutely. Good afternoon, guys. Trey, good afternoon. Hey, man. Uh, first of all, I want to, uh, well, I can't apologize on behalf of them because I, I literally am not one of them and will never be one of them. But those classless LSU fans that come by you on the walk and talk dropping three F bombs. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude. Like there, there, there was absolutely no call for that. I don't understand why that happened. But yeah, then again, well, just to clarify, you know, it was just somebody who was too self-involved to recognize that other people were doing things and was telling a story and just wasn't paying attention and didn't care. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, me and a couple when I was in the military, me and a couple of my buddies went in there and got in a fight in the restroom because we were wearing Razorback bread. So mm. it happens. So, I mean. Did you win? We, 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 oh yeah, they, 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 we had a guy called Big Unit. He had, he had a he had previously had a college scholarship as a linebacker. He was six four two forty straight muscle. They didn't see him in the stall when they started it. 
He came out and finished it real quick. <laughs> he, but, uh, he wiped them out. It, oh, yeah. Uh, well, but, I mean, the four of us did. But it's four on five, and we got the better. Hey, Trey, I, you know, I want to say, man, what can we do about these penalties? These are like yeah. these, these. These are these, these penalties are the kind that you can fix, and I don't understand mm-hmm. why they're not being fixed. These are pre snap yeah, stupid. The pre snap stuff is what you got to focus on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the other yeah. stuff like you know the horse collar. I mean when two guys are face masking each other. I, Jake, thank I you. Yeah, you're just, you're never going to get that offensive that call on you know an offensive guy face masking, but uh, you know uh, Gregory jumping off sides. That's you know you just got to have more discipline there. Uh, I'm trying to think, I don't remember any like pass interference. I might be remembering it wrong. But be a little like, bit closer for that. Yeah, I, I thought the yeah. horse collar was a bad call. The kid, the kid had a handful of his jersey. He didn't reach down in the collar. And, and yeah, then, well, he also got his face mask. Yeah, that should have been know, offsetting been, penalty. Yes, it should have been. It could have been a face mask too. Um, but yeah, you just you, you you rarely get that call the other way. Um, I did, guys, to be honest with you, I did not think that Harold Perkins was guilty of roughing the passer on KJ on that last scoring yeah. drive. No, I mean, he put a little mustard on it. But on the other hand, like you're asking when, a guy that's running 20 miles an hour to just stop dead in his tracks, and I don't, I didn't think he did anything malicious. But Trey, that was that was payback because one of that guy's name who lost his helmet, he shoved KJ down blatantly. Afterwards, yeah, and no call, and no call. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I, I don't have too much of a problem with a little chippiness and stuff, but yeah, but he, I, I don't, but he I don't threw think, him down. Basically, threw him down. Yeah. Well, Dwight McLaughlin shoved somebody. Um, you know, also later in the game, way after the the play, and probably could have been called for that. I don't think the officials, you know, determined the outcome on this one. I thought it was a pretty evenly called game um when it was holding i felt like it was holding now there was a call there was a time early in the game i think trades and jeff Cote, i felt like he was being hauled pretty bright blatantly and it wasn't called but i mean you're just going to have some missed penalties like that but i don't think that they decided the outcome of this game um by a few things here and there but arkansas is the pre-snap stuff lsu was stemming at the defensive line we all saw that and not just like shifting over like they were they were doing some hand movements and like some quick jerky stuff to uh to really try to draw Arkansas off sides. I don't think it was the crowd noise. I think it was the stemming that got him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just the offensive line. It was also tied in. It was also tight ends that were having issues. I mean, the, the backs got two, twice. Yeah. Two snaps or a snap attempts at the uh, start of the fourth quarter. Um, but you just got to work on it and you got to be better at it. But, you know, having 24 penalties, no, 25 penalties in the last two games, that's just, that's just ridiculous. Even though I didn't think the BYU, the referees in the BYU game called it very well. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. Yep. Uh, it's Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Hour number two, straight ahead. Chevrolet in Jacksonville is going beyond the competition to change your current vehicle situation with Guatney's exclusive loan and lease termination program. I need your current payment, your keys, and your signature. Call 501-982-2102 and say hasta la vista to your current ride and payment with the help of Guatney's 